When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, we're hanging out with Lori and we are hanging out with T. Michael Rambo. Thanks for hanging out with us today, Mr. Stop Rambo. It. Shut up. Appreciate you coming in as always. <laughs> it's a pleasure. And like we said earlier, we could just sit back. And listen to your voice. Oh, that's oh, so very kind. But it sure is a delight to be here. It's been loads of fun. This is yes, great. Yes, it has been fun having you. And I was yeah. so excited to wake up to the news that a tentative agreement oh. has been uh, made between the studios and the yes. Writers Guild. Yes. This is very, very good. Someone was like, well, why? Isn't it more important to get the actors back at work? And I'm like, I'm like, nope. The writers went out first. Mm-hmm. They've probably been writing. They need to get the writing going. Yeah. So to give those actors something to give us yeah. actors something to read and perform exactly. and present. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that that was long overdue, and I, I totally appreciate the the sentiment and the and the reason why the writers were done. You know, they're like enough. Right. You know, you are making billions. On our backs, yeah, and we are not being represented in a way that's fair, that's fair and just and equitable. So we got to get this. We, we have yeah. to just take a stand. So I know. So that's good. So I guess the writers, like the, the, uh, you know, like they, they're like so happy about it because now, I mean, it was getting. It's four months. Yeah, yeah. Almost five long time. Oh, five months. Forty six days, and yeah. they're saying that. Potentially, some talk shows could start up as early as next week. Yeah, some great. of these late night shows early as the first week in October. Oh, that would be so good. Which is a couple weeks yeah. away from now. So, yeah, th- this is good. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is good. Good, good mm-hmm. news. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That yep. is that is very, very good. Well, um, so Grant, as you know, and I told T. Michael that I, you know, I said, hey, if you have Apple Plus. Watch the supermodels. It was mm-hmm. this glamorous documentary about a snapshot in time, a time that I was, you know, a young person in, in my 20s, you know, uh, as far as being a snapshot of the 80s. And just it was so well done. And of course, Brian Grazer and Ron Howard you know, did the documentary. Those guys know what they're doing when it comes to movies. Ron is in them, yeah. And the name of the documentary It's is... called The Supermodels. Oh, The Supermodels. The Supermodels. Yep. And it's on Apple Plus, and it's about Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, Christine Turlington, and Linda Evangelista. The four women that were in Freedom, mm-hmm. um, the George Michael video, right. which... If you watch the George Michael documentary, the Wham documentary, which is fantastic, um, 
when Wham broke up, George Michael had the radical thought he didn't want to be in the videos anymore because, you know, like the Wham videos were known for their him. cheesiness right. and him. And he's like, no, I want the four supermodels. And they're like, who's that? And he's like, Cindy, Naomi, Linda and Christy <laughs> to lip sync. And I've got this whole art- artistic idea. And they had never, you know, they were doing print, they were doing runway, they were doing cosmetic contracts. But when George Michael insisted that they be in freedom, that catapulted them to worldwide fame Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because of the video and everything. So I'm like, yeah, because video was our social media back then. Yes, it was everything. That's Mm -hmm. how we learned what the fashion was. That's right. Everything that was going on. And so then I was like, okay, as I'm reading, uh, going down the rabbit hole of uh, these ladies, because all these ladies are in their 50s. Yeah, yeah. Naomi's the baby. She's really the one who it's the most jarring to see adult Naomi because she's 15 when she starts modeling. Right, right. She's closer to 10 than she is to 20 as far as her baby face. Yeah, yeah. yeah her yeah. young person face. So the other girls are 19, 20. So they, they're, that that is quite a, you know, big of a difference at that yeah. age. When you, in your puberty, when you're shifting yes. in that much uh, public uh, focus and public attention to be in that space. Yeah, so she, I mean, but I mean, I, I, by the end of the Supermodels documentary, I was like, no wonder Naomi threw some phones and had some, right. that some of the, and then I fell, I was like, okay, now I got to find out about this other documentary that just came out maybe a month before the Supermodels, just called Supermodel, and it is about a woman I've never heard of, but mm. whose image I'm familiar with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Danielle Luna. Danielle Luna. Yes, I mean, there's some images from um, Diana Roth in Mahogany. Uh, Mahogany that really that kind yes. of grab, f- snatch from a lot of Danielle's work. Wasn't Mahogany kind of... Her like story. Her story, yeah, it Danielle. Was, it, yeah, it was. It was kind of a a, a mix. A, a, yeah, a mix of it was a nod to what it took at that time and how she was such a um, um, she was such a, a vision for so many who were using her on that pedestal as a, as a supermodel before that was even heard of for right. African American women. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. her heyday was, um, you was know, the sixties. Sixties, right? Right. Late sixties. Just when civil rights were coming to a close or changing the changing. tone, right? And here she is on the cover of magazines like Harper's Bazaar and and, and Vogue. Come on. But I mean, then they had advertisers pull. Oh yeah, and I mean, like it was a huge uh, burden on the person on D- D- Danielle. You yeah. know, I found it to be an interesting. Um, documentary about a woman I'd never heard of in the fashion world mm-hmm. and in contrast and just having watched the supermodels so da- you know Danielle would have been um you know she was right there as far as like those ladies were as far as yeah, trailblazing on how mm-hmm. good of a she photographed because she was physically so beautiful. So beautiful. And you think about um, people like Pat Cleveland 
and, and so many others who Beverly were, Johnson, Beverly Johnson mm-hmm. who uh, really set the tone for people like Naomi and really changed America's vision and perception of African-American women and also what black and beautiful really, yes. uh, means. And we're still today having to come back to looking at how um, skin privilege makes yes. such a big ind- uh, big mark on how cosmetics are sold. And mm-hmm. we're finally looking at multiple shades of cosmetics being yeah. presented for a vast variety of different hues and skin types. Yeah, well, that's the power of Rihanna and Fenty. Yeah, that's right. She's like, why don't we have 60 skin tones? Right. You know, it was just like, it was like, whatever. But uh, I know, I think it was maybe in the April issue of Bazaar, I want to say that Zendaya paid homage to Danielle and did that pose with her one eye, you know, over her hand. Anyway, it was an interesting documentary. She dies, though, at, you know, like the age of 32 or something Mm -hmm. like that. And... Um, you know, so there's that tragic ending. Of her yeah, life, but yeah. like that she was in with the Andy Warhol mm-hmm. and, you know, like the whole it was it was a it was compelling uh, story. But, uh, you know, not not like uh, like the just gorging on the supermodels. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing, you know, you think about it, just how. Uh, while you're getting that notoriety and that celebrity, you're being objectified in ways yes. that really um, weigh heavily on someone's spirit. And it you did know? for her yeah. because she was from Detroit and she didn't want to get involved with race or civil rights. She she liked that what she, she was doing. And yes, and she liked her one friend said, no, we did never. Yes, sometimes people, but Richard Avedon basically that, yeah. discovered her, but... He said she didn't want to talk about and be an advocate. She thought, why couldn't the fact that she was breaking ground with the photographs and who she was working with, why couldn't that be enough? I think it it, it kind of... uh uh, I won't say parallels, but it certainly brings uh, attention to when sports, at, when athletes and musics, musicians yeah. and vocalists say, I don't want to be, I'm not a role model. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a human being. I'm not trying to take on the cause of the of the moment. I really want to just do the art form or, or do the, yeah. the activity that I, I love and I'm passionate about. Yeah. You know? And of course, for Danielle, I mean, this is 1964, so, so, 65. Mm-hmm. I mean, civil rights workers are getting murdered. Right. I mean, the police dogs fight. Fire hoses, discrimination is alive and out loud and well and separate. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of scary uh, things. And she, she, I think, then, you know, you find out some other stuff that, you know, went on. You're like, yeah, she just wanted to escape even yeah, life. And, and you can't blame her. I mean, you, I don't know if you can't blame her, but, you know, in, in parallel, not in parallel, but also uh, juxtaposed to that, you have people like Ozzie Davis and yeah. Ruby D and Harry Belafonte and Sidney yeah. Poitier who are out and vocal yes. about civil rights. And so yeah. I'm sure she felt, I don't know, I can't say I'm sure she felt, but how conflicted one might have felt in those circumstances. Well, you know. this is why she runs away, you know, not runs Europe. away, but she goes to Europe, just mm-hmm. like Josephine Baker, Baker yeah. you know, where it, there wasn't even, there wasn't that level of, you know, um, divisiveness mm-hmm. and out loud discrimination like it was in the, the U.S. as mm-hmm. compared to Europe. Right, right, right. So she found 
much. She was like a superstar there. Right. Well, you know, I, I think... I'd that, go there, too. That's and, right. And, and often, no matter what you're doing, it takes leaving home for people to appreciate you where you are. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, James Baldwin found that when he became an expatriate as mm-hmm. well. You know, uh, we were talking about fashion. And I have to sh- shout out because this is Minnesota's Black Fashion Week. Yes. yes. What do you know? What's going well, on? Well, well, black, um, a woman named Natalie Morrow. Natalie uh, is a dynamic woman. She has been at the, at the cornerstone of the... Twin Cities Black Film Festival for over 21 years. Oh, wow, that okay. to begin with. Then she moved into the Black Fashion Week, which she's been doing for about six years now with a host of great fashion uh, people here in the Twin Cities. But she's elevating and amplifying the whole experience around uh, blacks and African Americans and, and African born and the whole diasporic kind of look at fashion. There's a whole next three three or four days this week coming up. The 28th uh, of um, this month is Black Girl Magic Fashion Show. Ooh, I've heard about this one. At the W hotel mm-hmm. and that's at 7 p.m. and then on friday it's uh nails nails are the big thing just when i they're having a nail fashion show. oh wow where do we go for all this info what's the website the website is uh uh oh shucks shucks shucks, shucks. it's if you can't remember it, I, if you give it to me i'll post it too yeah probably. okay i can't remember no okay. worries we'll, oh, i'm we sorry need to find it yeah, we'll so find people it. can I look think it, it up I, I think it's called black fashion week i think it's uh, I'll just look up Black Fashion Week and then I will post okay. a link to our show page that, here. That, that's Groovy. great. Well, the, the, then there's the nail show, which I think is crazy, incredible that they're having a show about fingernails and fashion. Oh, oh my gosh. And then, of course, for the women and for the men and for anyone who's interested about clothing for men, there's Black Male or Black Men Magic, the fashion show at the district, which I've never heard of. It's a place in Edina. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's on Saturday the 30th. That starts at 6 p.m., which is an interesting time. So you got to remember that on the 30th, it's 6 p.m. Yeah, you're going out earlier. You got it earlier. Yeah. And the 29th and the 28th are 7 p.m. All right, cool. Uh, you know, so that's a cool thing. And you got to check, check it out and follow Natalie Morrow. She does great work and keeps all these people going and keeps this fashion stuff happening. And cool. And it's kind of a cool idea to, to really bring that that New York Fashion Week to Minnesota. Oh, we love it. We yeah. love it. I, we're obsessed with fashion right absolutely, now. Absolutely. All right. T. Michael, thank you. We're going to get to Grant and the Dirt Alert. All right. We're going to go out with just a little bit of the Danielle Luna, just a little teaser from HBO. It just sounds really cool. We'll go Mm -hmm. out with this into commercial break. Danielle Luna did not look like any human being I had ever seen. She was the star. When I saw her, I just realized what great potential she had as a model. She was in London. She was in Paris. She broke the mold of using black models in the 60s. Why don't we know more about her? That's right. That sounds... Looks good. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. Now, it's been raining all weekend, but we didn't have much severe weather. We did get a lot of rain. Not a lot of severe weather, but we did get some severe weather in the metro area and surrounding suburbs about two months ago now, and it is that it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Time of the year to get that hail and storm damage fixed up before winter comes. Now, the team to help you out with that, Hoffman Weber Construction. They are your leading experts. And the keyword, not besides leading, they're your licensed experts when it comes to anything from windows, siding, roofing, gutters, solar, and doors as well. So here's the deal. If you want to reach out to the sales team over at Hoffman Weber Construction, I fully recommend that you do because they have an amazing sales team and they'll take you from the process from start to finish. They'll come over for a quick 20-minute consultation, take some pictures, then all you have to do is set up your your insurance claim and that is it they'll take it from there all the headaches that comes with dealing with insurance companies gone all the headaches that dealing with coming out and picking out the right shingles gone jason and the sales team will walk you through that from start to finish go to hwconstruction.com to start up today this is a my talk dirt alert all right, Grant, what say you for dirt today? Well, let's get into the world of divorce and baby news. How about that? We've got All right, a cu- why not? Couple big, uh, big name celebrity couples here who are going through some divorces and custody battles. One of which, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas. Um, they have this is this is interesting to me. So, Sophie Turner and Joe jo- Joe Jonas have agreed to temporarily keep their children in New York. Amid their bitter divorce battle, this just days after the actress being Sophia Turner demanded that Joe Jonas, Joe, God, I cannot say his name, Joe Jonas, to return them to England. Well, fire, filed legal paper, yes, yeah. accusing him of some type of abduction. legal abduction. Yes, that it was got last very week. heated very fast. So yeah. Cooler heads have prevailed now over the weekend. Yeah, so according to the Daily Mail, these court documents revealed that they have agreed to keep their daughters in New York City. The interim order states that the girls will stay in southern or eastern New York State, which covers New York City, the Hudson Valley, and Long Island. This, like I said, comes days after she accused him of abducting their kids. I guess dating Taylor Swift when she isn't dating um, Travis Kelsey is working out for her. She's kind of having fun. She is having a little bit of fun. She's She's hung out with Taylor. Dealer more than Travis. There you go. That's what TNT will get you. Yeah, exactly. TNT will get you. So yeah, just an interesting turn of events here. We shall see uh, where this goes moving forward with their actual divorce. Well, that's good that everybody's calmed down because this was going to get messy, messy, messy if there wasn't a cool thought of, okay, let's just... The girls are one and three. Yeah, and the girls are one and three. Do they really need to start a school anywhere? No. Okay, can I ask you that, guys, that seriously? And, 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 at that and age? it seems to me at that age, they can probably afford to have any sort of Montessori or educational specialist come in and be kind of like a nanny teacher exactly. right now, you know, for a bit. Exactly. I mean, one and three-year-olds should be playing. Exactly. <laughs> That's like uh, preschool. Yeah. It's not even so... the memories that you obtain from those points in time in your life are very minimal. So mm-hmm. if you you're going to move around. us. You won't remember. You won't, right. won't remember. I right. just remember a thunderstorm from kindergarten. That's about it. Yeah. I remember a Matnik graham cracker. Oh, yes. And, yes. And Sister Dale with those fingers of hers. And she would grab your ears. But moving onward to another. Oh, my. I had a nun. I had a nun in my kindergarten days, and boy, she would grab your ears and get your and attention. That hurt. Oh yeah, it did. We should take some time and talk about that. Let's yeah. unpack that, Grant. Kumbaya. I'm here for you. Yeah, I had therapy this morning. We're good. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but moving on to another very famous <clears throat> couple, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde. They have finally settled their custody battle. 
with their with agreeing uh, to pay child support and how much money Jason Sudeikis is going to pay Olivia Wilde oh, in really? child support. So right now it's going to be twenty seven thousand five hundred dollars monthly in child support for their two children. Oh, wow, Ted Lasso pays good. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so basically this is based on how much money they each made in the last year. Yeah. Ted Lasso made an estimated ten point five million, mm-hmm. and uh, Olivia Wilde made an estimated five hundred thousand. So yeah, at this point in time, the five figure sum includes ten thousand three hundred for their son. Who Otis, who's a six, who is nine, and their daughter Daisy gets seventeen point two or seventeen thousand two hundred dollars, according to the papers. Now they also agreed that Ted Lasso will have to foot the bill. Ted Lasso, I keep calling him Ted Lasso, but uh, Jason Jason Lasso, Jason Lasso, yeah, (laughs) Jason Sudeikis will have to fit the. Foot the bill for twenty five percent of Olivia Wilde's childcare expenses. Yeah, so. yeah, gosh, she, well, I mean, that, that's I, I how could, it works. Is that's who how it makes works. the most money. And hey, you were you were right in there when that all that took place. So yeah, and I, I often wonder. I mean, I'm not in a position to have this conversation, having no children and having no money to to share. <laughs> but you know, if if I did, I think you know. It's time to get real. They're my babies. You just take care of them the way they should be taken well, care of. Well, it's always padded to the yeah, other direction. The other direction, the other direction, which is always, people just have to, this is how I shook it off when I had to divorce a couple of husbands. I will make more money and I will buy right. another house. Right. So what if I have to walk away from some good down payment? Sometimes you just got to walk, walk away. away. Yeah. And I think, you know, when it comes to the law and stuff, and it goes like that in California, based on your thing, and there's Olivia, I haven't had a job since Don't Worry Darling, you know. Oh, <laughs> and so, you know, true. girl needs, it is true. Funny. she needs money to rent a house, too. Mm-hmm. For yeah, them all to live in. And I love that you, you preface it by saying rent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. know it. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Kourtney Kardashian. She's in a little bit of trouble. Oh, what's she do? With the uh, mayor of New York, or New York, with of Malibu. Excuse me. The, the, yeah, the mayor of Malibu. But Kourtney Kardashian, she put on a very fancy Disneyland-themed baby shower at her home with all kinds of Disneyland type, you know, font for it's called baby Parker with the flags from Disneyland. They had a barbershop quartet. They had a, uh, a decor modeled after Disneyland so it was being filmed. Yes. This whole thing was being filmed, but she misled the mayor of Malibu and they required, per- they asked for permits to do this where they said it was going to be an influencer with more than a hundred guests at this party. And it was going to be an influencer party, not a baby shower. And so he's pretty, he said he's a, no, no, I think that the I think that the problem is is that they they tried they they tried to uh, skirt around something because if it's filming for TV, it wouldn't yep. have been allowed. So they lied about the reasons yeah, he, he the got, party was happening. He yeah. got pimped. Yeah, yeah he, he got, got pimped. pimped. Exactly. He, he gave them it. permits. He, yeah. he got permits. Yeah, he gave them permits for the wrong reason. Thank you. Because they, they lied, lied about said the it was reason. Gonna, right. Yes, thank you. Why would the they do that? I mean... Bait and switch. switch and, and when you have that kind of money, why do you want, would you not want to pay just a couple hundred thousand or thousand, whatever more? Come yeah, on. I don't know either. Yeah. Well, it's probably because... Yeah. Um, um, it's a pain in the butt on a filming day like that. And Malibu is like, if you've ever been there, it's mm-hmm. not like, there's not like 
you know, tons of roads. There's one, one road, road called in, Pacific road Coast Highway. Highway. Yeah, right. Yeah, one That's true. way in the night. Yeah. gonna find you. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, well, we'll end this one before we get to traffic okay. with some Beyonce news. She was joined on stage by Megan Thee Stallion. We at, called it. Yes, at their Savage re- for a Savage remix in their hometown of Houston Since at their Renaissance tour together, sweet. which was cool. And also, Beyonce flew a disabled fan to one of her shows after the Beehive went to her side. So basically, the young man was 25 years old trying to get to the concert, but his chair was, wheelchair was too big to get onto the next plane. Couldn't get to the concert. Beyonce took care of everything. Oh transportation, tickets, oh, and all. That Beehive, they work wonders. They do work wonders, and so does Beyonce. Hey everybody, it's Lori here for Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. You've heard me talk about um, Dr. Jarvis. I've heard people talk about um, going to see Dr. Dolan. But Julia and I had a chance to meet um, Dr. Singh, who's uh, joined Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. He did six years of plastic surgery fellowship at the Mayo Clinic. And then also a year-long aesthetic fellowship in Sacramento, followed by... This fellowship at the Istanbul Academy of Plastic Surgery in Istanbul. And he is does a whole variety of cosmetic surgery procedures. He has a passion for noses and chins and can use imaging software to show you what you would look like after any kind of procedure. He, his goal is a complimentary consultation to inform you, not to persuade you. So you go in and tell him what uh, you're thinking of. Go to my talk keyword, plastic surgery to get connected to Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. Well, you guys, it seems that, um, (laughs) it seems that I have something to report about Uh the rom-com of 2023. No, they they broke it up. Oh, God. Oh, no, no, no. They are not. We just got excited. Yeah. My heart just started Yeah, don't don't even, it was a win. The movie just started. Yeah, of course, the (laughs) movie did just start. This is just the very good, no regret gossip about Taylor Swift. Going to a Kansas City uh, Chiefs game with his mom in the box, leaving in a convertible with uh, Travis, holding hands, people going crazy, internet is going crazy, and the shipping that is going on, which... Do you know what I mean when I say that, uh, T. Michael, the shipping? No, I don't actually. Shipping is the, like, it's the desire by followers of a fandom for two or more people. You know, like, you ship them. Oh, we're shipping them into existence. Yes. We're believing this. Like in The Witcher, you know, like uh, The Witcher. Conjuring up. Conjuring, there we go. Yeah, Mm. we want them to be in a romantic. Well, this Uh. is how hard the shipping is happening for this completely delightful rom-com to be happening that taylor is being openly pursued by a man that many consider to be the reigning kings of football and for a gal who sings about high school and love all the time she's back in her prom queen era 1989 is happening all over again. That album's being released. The Swifties are shipping because Travis Kelsey's jerseys are flying. Oh my of God. Course. Of, of course. course. Uh, number. Course. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I, I wouldn't even question whether there was some, 
you know, collusion there. I'm serious. Come on. Well, oh, no, no this is, this yeah. is, listen, there, Taylor is not telling anyone to go nope. and buy. Nope. Listen, Taylor Swift fans are trying to figure out, are they the Kansas City chief or the Kansas City Chiefs? <laughs> Okay. Okay. The fact that he had four hundred and fifty percent increase. Oh wow! <clears throat> the NFL is loving this, and, and I hate it for the NFL, yeah. but I love it at the same time. And number selling number eighty-seven jerseys because it saw through all the ways that people shop for their jerseys. Yes. The massive Ugh. increase, you oh, know, yeah. can only that, be blamed on Taylor or given to Taylor. Oh, well, yeah, and and I want uh, that's just. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if it, if there's anybody who's doing uh, arbitrage and is working on how to parlay this into other investive returns. You know, some oh, I, that, oh, hundred percent. The NFL, the evil empire. I'm sorry that I'm calling it that. It is. They are already figuring out ways to yeah. tailor this into, no pun intended, yeah, right. to, to tailor this into the next broadcast, the next game, what game. Th- this will be, this for, for a French or for a company like the NFL that just is always on top of everything when it comes to mm-hmm. marketing. Mm-hmm. They are going to eat this up and this does not, I bet you they start coming out with 13 jer- jerseys with the number 13 and his name on it. Now that's a little bit of a stretch, but I bet you they'll do it if they can get permission. I mean, people that paid no attention to football before, even though, you know, Julia is always quick to correct me, you know, the Julia, there's a lot of women who like football <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, uh, how, how, how she do it again? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, it's not that many. Calm down, Sybil. You know? <laughs> not Sybil. How many lives does she have? How many personalities in there? Many, many, oh, many. That's funny. So, uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, people are uh, really... 400%, huh? 400% grand. Oh. Well, I, think, I think we should get Julia a, t- a, sweat, a, a well, jersey. Well, she's not like... It's Brittany, our girl Brittany, who's the, oh. the T-Swift but um it's just like just goes to show you like the parasocial relationships that people do have and it is so funny to see and fun to see what people can get horny behind you know i can get horny for this like people are horny for this couple this is wow. This you is know, my two worlds colliding. This it's is kind of work like, world and my my fandom world colliding. Yeah, and I love or it's it. like Zendaya and Tom Holland. Tom, you know, yes, perfect. people like ship that couple. It's you're just like oh, true. But remember, this is early this is days. Early. Yeah, these guys have just met. They're still in bubble wrap. We haven't even unbubble wrapped. They're shipping them. And to that you know. note, when you say bubble wrap. I'm telling you right now, Travis Kelsey is a party animal. Yeah, he's he's a fun, outgoing. He no limits to anything. So the only thing that worries me is that Taylor might be a little overwhelmed with Travis. I think she's in her outgoing party attitude. I think she is too. Because have you ever seen her at an award program? Oh, she's the only person standing up, dancing. You're right in her own world, obstructing the view of at least twenty people. She's been going out with her girlfriends, which is another thing you need to do when you've gone through a breakup. Like she did date this guy for six years. I think she thought. He was going to be the one she was going to get married and have babies with. 
It doesn't work out. They didn't have to get married to get divorced. Mm -hmm. And then she boomerangs into, you know, a naughty British guy who can talk her into doing things because he's got a naughty British accent. (laughs) And for a minute, a hot minute, it's fun. And then she realizes, I don't even like this guy. Yeah. And And he was a bad guy. And then maybe her friend Selena told her, Taylor, let somebody good chase you. Chase, right. That's, let that's somebody always chase nice you. to have someone after you, wanting you. That's yes. Did, did I hear an eight-timer go off? Yeah, that's grand. That's huh. me just checking off, like, ding, yeah. she got that one right. It's oh, an okay. overuse of sound effects. I, I, I thought maybe we had missed somebody's yeah. heart or they getting too too hard. No, but I wish. But I do think sometimes, it you know, it's easier said than done to let somebody chase you because sometimes... Yeah. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know, you feel like, oh, I'm afraid if I don't chase somebody, I'm never I'm never going to get caught. Yeah. You know, and it gets, it feels so good when you finally uh-huh. get to the, that you don't care and you're going to let somebody chase you. You just don't care. You've got good friends. You've got money. You've got, this is Taylor. She seems to be like, like in a very, um, when you, when you feel confident in yourself, it's such a good feeling. Yeah. yeah. Both of them, both of them. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Both of these two are at their Peak of their careers. They are. Peak of their, you know, uh, popularity. Confidence. That confidence is rolling they're, with they're, both they're of them. They're both 32. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of remember yeah, feeling yeah. like I was starting to get it at I think 32. It's, a, it's, it's definitely a Titanic moment on top of the world. That's yeah. right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But the only thing about Titanic, it did go down. So I hope that this True. is, <laughs> that, that's not a good image. That's, you know, right. It's all about breathing. You know, yeah, th- breathing and humming. You know, did you hear about the? It's, it's, a, it's no. I mean, I'm trying to make a to steal right. the segue here, but um, this whole humming and breathing that humming has become the new yoga. What? I know. I didn't I should have brought that up that. in my random moments. Yeah. No, I just remembered something a girl in high school told me once for a tip for doing something that involved humming. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? Speaking of sex Monday, I mean, that's all I can ever think about. This girl, she goes, I know a way to make all of that go quicker. You just start summing, I mean, the, the national anthem. No, you know what? no. You're, you're on vocal no, rest. No. You're on vocal rest for the remainder of the program. You have to take take time for yourself. Matter of fact, I think you should do some somatic breathing. That's what's important. Okay. I'm going to breathe. Let's everybody breathe. Yeah. Eyes open, everybody. Eyes, we'll, eyes open and breathe. We'll be right back. Oh, I feel like dancing. That's my father, Dr. Lewis M. Rambo, singing with me for a program we did called Tying the Knot Songs for Our Fathers. And it was a tribute to African-American men and fatherhood. And, and and then I had my father on stage with me singing a song he would sing to me when I was a child. Oh, you guys sound so good together. He's quite the guy. What, what a is fella. he still he is, with he, us? He, he is, Lovely. yeah. Lovely. He, remember I mentioned Margaret, his wife. Yeah, oh, that's, that's right. That, he is, they out, live out in in. Lily Dale. Mm. Oh, Lily Dale. Lily Dale. Very nice. Well, yeah. you guys sounded great together. Thank now, you. tell us, you're going to be at the Dakota 
October twentieth. I'm assuming tickets are on sale. Yeah, I I really want people to really go out there. What will we see at the show? Well, uh, what's going to be cool about it is it's different music from the 14th. I decided to do a whole different take on things. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm learning a new repertoire. Oh, because I really because it's kind of close to the 14th. So I want to do something different so that people knew that they weren't going to get the same show. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So I'm I'm happy about that, and uh, I'll have some of my CDs simply available for sale. And then I'll have some of the GoFundMe cards for the book that uh, Resma Minikim, who is a New York Times bestseller, uh, Resma, uh, who has written the book My Grandmother's Hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, that book has gotten national acclaim. And from that, he and I wrote a companion to it called Stories from My Grandmother's Hands, a children's book. And so we're we're working on GoFundMe uh, to fund the um the the creation of a th- hundred thousand books for a hundred thousand children, and uh, we're raising a hundred thousand dollars to kind of make that happen. It's a great campaign, and and it's just a GoFundMe and p- look up uh, stories from my grandmother's hands. That's so cool. And yeah, because we really want to make sure that black and brown babies have ta- have books, have something yeah. in their hands. Because so many kids don't have books, and I just you know it's, yeah. it's really sad to know that you know. Yeah, no, I'm so glad that you're doing that, and I love that. Um, uh, you found such a great way to, you know, do that with this author and everything. Yeah. That's so so cool. Well, it's been great, really inspiring working with Resma and and kind of uh, no kind of a spin around on the earlier thing. A lot of his book, My Grandmother's Hands, is about thematic breathing mm-hmm. and the humming and all those sorts of things. So it's a natural kind of kind of bridge between that conversation and his book and then our children's book stories from My yeah. Grandmother's Hands. That is so cool. Yeah, I thought you were about to say groovy, which is one of my favorite words. I was going to say words. groovy. I was going to say groovy. That's one of my groovy. favorite words. I was like, I, oh, God. I uh, was in the 60s with Oliver. Talk about the association today. I, I really want to bring back to the lexicon groovy and swell. Swell. Oh, yeah. swell. I like that. I love swell. I love swell. <sighs> I say groovy because I do think I still hear people say that once yeah. in a while, but I really have no idea. And my other one is right on. People say something, right on. Right, right on. on. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a nice one. That, that one still works. Yeah. Um. So, well, we were, you were talking earlier about how it's a black fashion week. Yeah. I just think it's September, too, you know, just the whole month fashion, 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 and mm-hmm. the celebrities have moved on. To Milan, and Milan, Grant posted right. everybody who showed up in Milan in whatever, whatever, depending on the show that they were at. And I think Paris is the next city. It is. That's happening, yes. I love looking at these photos. I do, too. And I just think that, you know, when you think of what it, the opulence, but just more to the point, I think it's really fabulous when people can wear clothing and the clothing not wear them. Yes. And the people have such a sense of style and their own person that they understand what works and or they have stylists that understand the person. I mean, I know. watched a video of that Black in the Alley show that uh-huh. happened last week at yeah. Martin um whatever the name Martin Patrick 3. Patrick, uh-huh. And I mean the fashion looks were just incredible. Was it crazy? Yeah, and I'm kind of excited because Fashionopolis is coming up in a couple weeks. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I, I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it that one always sneaks up on people. and This is in October, right? It's in, uh, yeah, it's the first Friday in October. Usually mm-hmm. it does always fall in September, but um, that's always such a fun show. 
Yeah, I think I think we're we're. Um, I want us to lean back in. Not even lean. Lean is too simple and soft. Yeah, let's word. just step all the way to, back we, we in. We need to just really get fashionable and get out. Again. Hey, so, did you figure out your website for the shows that are this week? Black Girl Magic and let's, let's see here. Because did I'm, you ever give I, it to I Grant, or I, I did we, I leave you two alone and you, you, you forgot to us, take you care of the alone. homework? You left us alone, and I, I think that's what's so f- wild about this. Is that you did leave us alone, but I'm going to see something here. Hold so the, the main place is blackfashionweekusa.com. Is there that, we go. That's okay. It. That's okay. the website here that I was going to link up. So. All right. Perfect. So yeah. that'll, that'll give us the shows for this week. I also yeah. encourage you to look at Lenny Kravitz being on TikTok in his gigantic sweater, uh, scarf. Yeah, scarf. So if you haven't mm-hmm. thought about him today or the Roman Empire, what are you doing? <laughs> Get going. <laughs> I just think just, it evokes so many thoughts when you and the whole Roman Empire. You know, yeah. Just, you know. Start asking around in your group of friends. I'm going to do that. You might go and see if anybody uh, thinks moment. about it or not. It, it could be, you know, not that that that's totally true. True. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's funny you didn't bring up that whole Roman thing when you had your sex talk moment. Yeah, because, right. You know, because of course the Romans were right. They were they were pretty prolific. In very that prolific in sharing and having orgies. In mm-hmm. fact, were the or the originator of the orgy? I, I, don't, I, know. I don't know. I, I'm thinking that we've been around long enough that they probably was before that. You think so? I would the hope Greeks. So. Yeah, I think the Greeks did it first, and then the Romans improved on what the Greeks did. That was another thing my husband informed me. Aqueducts, I mean, the aqueducts made that sort of thing. It brought pure water, so people didn't have to carry Mm -hmm. buckets of water. Right, right. Look at us. Look at us. We are just bringing back kind of full circle. Yeah. If anyone wasn't here for the entire three hours, they're getting all of it right in the thumbnail. But T. Michael, the question I didn't ask you, and I meant to ask you at the beginning of the show just to set the stage Mm -hmm. um is what was your first concert my first concert was stevie wonder in Ah. 19 uh 1972 with my Uh, brother steve he took me to see stevie wonder i think because he had to and (laughs) probably uh, and and i was and they put me on the end of the row and him and he sat the very farthest end away from you away from me Mm. because they smoked marijuana oh my god and was it like in a like a like a movie theater like a a ballroom type of thing it was more like um it was uh it was a stadium but not a big stadium but kind of like uh uh, like the like the uh, armory. Oh, nice! Like the armory oh here my in Minneapolis. Gosh. Type of space. And Stevie Wonder in 1972. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, Marvin Gaye just finished <gasps> doing What's Going On. I remember Intervisions. Was it Songs in the Key of Life? Was it? Was yes. The album? Songs in the Key of Life. Oh, that's a very good yeah. uh, first concert. Oh, that, that's a song called "As As As If the World Stopped Revolving." Oh, it's beautiful. That, that Stevie Wonder's amazing. Yeah, he yeah. really is. Yeah. He, he's a damn legend. Legendo. Legendo. Mm-hmm. And what was your kid TV show obsession? My kid TV show obsession. My mid kid kind of tween yeah. was Room Two Twenty Two. Oh, I love that show. Room Two Twenty Two was definitely with Pete yeah. Dixon and and Miss Karen Valentine yes, and yes. all those characters. That I, I made me think I wanted to be a history teacher because of him. Look, really. I mm-hmm. did love that show though. Mm-hmm. That was a fun show, and ki- yeah. it was fun. Yeah, it really was. It was it was good TV, and, yeah. and and then I think the one before that, the two others, 
Um, I just was a fanatic because Kazoo showed up on the Flintstones, and yeah. I thought the Flintstones. <laughs> yes, you know how Kazoo ended up on the Flintstones. I still never know to right? this day. Um, and and then of course the Beverly Hillbillies. Yes, yeah, so mm, funny. Mm. So and do you know that Granny was like sixty two when she was cast? Really? No, yeah, I did not that actress Eileen, whatever her name yeah. is, yeah. she was only sixty two. That's how Hollywood thought. Oh my! Of, that, of God. age, you know, oh. in that time period, it's kind of wild to think about. So they about. dated her like that, huh? I yeah. Mean, they, 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 well, they, they, and there wasn't any Botox. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we had a conversation about that. I know we're, we're kind of cleaning up here, but um, just how many people are uh, are seeing? I don't know if I had the money, the resource, and was that vis- and that much in public eye. I wonder, would I shoot my eyes? Full of Botox so that I couldn't no. have eye creases. I don't think I would, but no. I'm amazed when I look at these commercials of some of our stars. Yeah, no <laughs> one's moving. Mm-hmm. No one's mm-hmm. moving. T. Michael, you have been a joy today. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. We thank have you paperwork. Wow. I hope Grant had you fill out. No, I don't know. I, don't I got one for him right okay. when we get out. Okay. Here. okay. All right. Everyone, have a great day. Joy, back tomorrow. All right. Thank you. Job done. Off you go.